Hey, welcome back to another episode of Cockhurts. Today we are talking about talking. Yes, talking about talking through a medium of talking. That's too much talking, Chetan. <laughs> This talking of ours is a dance of words, a salsa of words, or a tango of words. The way of talking is called lingo. Hence, a tango of lingo, lingo tango. How do we study this lingo? Well, through linguistics. Linguistics is a study of language, how it works, how it is acquired, and how people use it to communicate. Linguists know more about how languages work rather than having the ability to speak and understand multiple languages. So it's not about being able to speak multiple languages, but rather how these languages developed and what implication language has on our cognition in a broader sense. It helps us uncover some unconscious representations we hold for a language, how the languages vary both semantically as well as syntactically, how it is a factor in the way we socialize and hold perceptions about the world. Just like the whole dilemma of what came first, the chicken or the egg, linguists have been troubled, wondering whether our thoughts influence language or if our language influences our thought. Any guesses? Well, this is a largely debated topic that has resulted in several hypotheses regarding the relationship between language and thought. One of the most famous hypotheses is the Sapir-Whorf hypothesis, also known as the theory of linguistic relativity. The Sapir-Whorf hypothesis suggests that the language that we speak can influence the way we think and even perceive the world around us. Let us play with your mind a bit. Did you ever think just a language can affect your well perception of time? Let us show how. So Wolf studied Native American languages at Yale. One of the more interesting one of them was Hopi. Hopi is so different from English. Most importantly, how they perceive time, English, and in general the Western languages treat time as a flowing river. in which we are being flowed from the past to the present and way into the future the verbs reflect specific tenses for past present and future while this way of thinking seems logical to us like this is universal right how else would you perceive time well someone who speaks hopi has a different structure of their language and consequently a different structure of time so the hopi language has no present past or future tense It divides the world into manifested and unmanifested domains. The manifested domain deals with the physical universe including the present, the immediate past and future, while the and the verb system uses the same basic structure for all of them. While the unmanifested domain involves the remote past and the future as well as the world of desires, thought and life forces. Something we would not associate with time. Also there are no words for hours minutes or days of the week This difference in time perception leads to them having greater difficulty adapting to life in the English speaking world With respect to time deadlines and the concept of being on time In the Hopi society they followed the phases of the moons and the movements of the sun Due to such conditioning it was difficult to behave with this new concept of time that the modern world has Gorum in Irish, Asul in Spanish, Neela in Hindi, Blue in English. Those are just a couple of examples how we call the same color blue in different languages. 
not just the names the terms associated with them also vary across languages in english we describe different shades of blue from dark to light blue phases they vary across this spectrum of dark to light whereas russian speakers have two distinct categories no varying between these two sini sini is used to describe dark blue and goluboy used to describe light blue because of this people who speak two or more languages like me english hindi and marathi okay subtle flex so anyway so people speaking two or more languages tend to focus differently regarding colors because different languages perceive color in different ways due to which the behaviors associated with these colors also vary from the neurobiological perspective using brain imaging has found that this color perception affects because the language we speak is much more stronger in the right visual field than in the left visual field all this discussion so far might seem as if language is controlling the way we are seeing uh, everything around us however that is not true at all language doesn't constrain our world view rather it helps our thoughts perception and attention to actually focus on only those aspects that are important to us for instance children who speak chinese learn very early to count than those children who speak english as chinese numbers tend to be more transparent than english numbers in chinese the number 11 is 101 which is comparatively easier to understand another example comes from comparisons from australian languages and english where the speakers of australian languages can better orient orient themselves in space that is they know where north and south is even in complete darkness this is because australian languages have better absolute spatial orientation they don't refer to a distant object as that momo cart instead they say that momo cart to the north as their language structure requires them to know the exact direction of objects to actually speak about it thus people who speak australian languages are better at identifying cardinal or compass points than people uh, whose languages do not require them to have such absolute spatial orientation let's now dive into a pop culture example of how language has the power to affect our cognition arrival a science fiction movie very cleverly demonstrates the sapir-whorf hypothesis as well as shows how influential language can be so in the movie there are 12 alien spaceships that mysteriously land on 12 different countries on earth what follows is an endeavor to understand what the motive behind this sudden arrival different experts from different fields are charged to decode the aliens objectives and their language louise our protagonist and a famous linguist is one of the expert who has to translate the aliens language in order to understand the reason behind their arrival so the movie uses the sapir-whorf hypothesis wherein louise has to now understand the alien language to understand the aliens thoughts it is revealed that the alien language is nothing like a human language it is non-linear it doesn't have any beginning or end it is circular unlike ours which has a linear structure when louise begins to understand their language something strange starts happening to her 
she begins to see and perceive the world differently her time perception also changes where time for her isn't linear anymore her entire perception changes because of the language she now has to learn linking to what is happening to louis to our safirwurf hypothesis language influences thought this movie and all the examples we said before shows how language is so significant in affecting the way we think perceive and see the world the way our cognition is shaped because of it we saw how language is so crucial as it functions to be a filter for our perception attention and memory it aids in our thought process of course there are other theories and hypotheses that refute the whole notion of language influences thought and have tried to also explain how this relationship could be the other way around that is how thought influences language guess that could be explored in another episode till then signing off chetan rakshita bye, bye.